The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad. Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Oh, I forgot he kept talking, but looking forward to having this uh, conversation. A couple of Alberta boys coming up with a great idea that I think is likely going to save some lives. Uh, There's a patent pending for something called dragon hooks. And I love this. It's an invention that makes it possible to drag an unconscious worker wearing coveralls. One of the men behind it, Mike Rutten, joins us on the phone this afternoon. Hey, Mike. How are you doing this afternoon? Good, thank you. You know, I found Andrew and I, when we were talking about this, we both found it hard to believe that these, something like this wasn't already on coveralls. Yeah, we were surprised too when we uh, looked into it, but uh, they did the patent search and came back clean, so we're good. Okay. So, so describe the product. Yeah. It is a lightweight, strong, basically a harness sewn on the inside of FR coveralls. And then on the shoulders, it uh, comes to the outside, and then it's covered by a, a patch that's made out of the same uh, FR material that's Velcroed on there. It's, you rip that patch off, and you can grab the handle and pull pull the guy away. If, you, if you're a small person, you can pull a larger guy, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You know, and the uh, it's, it's brilliant, honestly, and as I said, uh, when introducing you, I, I know this is going to save lives. The uh, little Velcro patch that covers the handles is actually also brilliant, because the last thing you want to add to a pair of coveralls is something that can get hooked on yes. equipment, right? Yeah. But the fact that there's a patch, as long as everybody knows and they're all wearing the same coveralls, you know to mm-hmm. rip that patch off and, and grab those handles. I think it's brilliant. Well done. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's uh, it should be pretty good. We have uh, like heavy duty Velcro or whatever on the on the patches, so it won't. It's you have to get a pretty good grip and pull it off, but it's it's definitely doable. It's a lot easier than trying to grab the guy under the arms or by the roll up his collar and trying to drag him back. Yeah. You know? So what made you think of it? Actually, my uh, brother thought of it. He's the one that he was the brainstormer on that one, and then uh, him and I like he thought of it probably. 10 years ago or a little bit more and then we had just been going back and forth and finally we we ended up with with what we have now and thought we'd take a chance with it and see if it was out there very cool so what happens now i mean is patent pending where, where do you go from here mike well we have innovative licensing and promotions mm-hmm. um i have jim Cherko. he's he's my guy that's going to be marketing it and promoting it uh, quite a bit and we're hoping that somebody that has the technology to be able to produce these things on a mass scale or any kind of scale, basically, and get them out to the workers and, and hopefully save somebody's life. Well, you know, that's uh, for me. I mean, the product itself is, is brilliant. That, for me, is the interesting part of this story because it's not enough to just have a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be able to um, take advantage of that good idea. So how overwhelming was it for you guys to realize that you've got a great product, uh, but now you got to beat a path to the door of people who might be interested in buying it, and you have to find a way to get it made. Yeah, true. Well, we, we know how to get it made, but uh, actually we've had quite a bit of interest in it from people basically worldwide have been have been getting a hold of Jim, and, uh, and they're interested in the marketing end of it, the production end of it. And, hmm. and uh, it, we've had over 500,000 views on it. Nice. Which is which is incredible, 
and just positive, positive uh, feedback on it. And we're, we're super excited. So, Mike, it, do you think that there could be other occupations that could use this? I mean, you know, I'm thinking, you know, emergency services, you know, something like that on their uniforms, although, you know, firefighters, you don't want a piece of metal on your shoulder, that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. But did, are there other occupations that you think that this could work with? I think it could probably get into the mining fairly, yeah. fairly well, but uh, we were, we were hoping, like we didn't think it would be as big as as it's kind of turning out to be. I guess you could say, but uh, we've had, like I say, miners saying they would like to have it in their in their industry as well because it would hmm. be very helpful. So, so I have to ask. I, I watched the video, and anyone who's ever. Uh, spent any time uh, filming a video, a training video, a uh, you know a short film, a commercial, and knows that there's about 20 takes for every one that you keep. Uh, who was dragging who in the video, and how many times did you have to drag them? <laughs> we actually innovative have, has a video making um, guy or whatever that we just hired to make the video. So, but actually, two of the three guys in that in that video were actually firefighters. Mm, uh, okay. Makes sense. Yep. Hmm. It was one, funny. It was guy. funny to watch. Honestly, I was, as as impressed as I was by the product, as I'm watching these guys drag around, I'm like, I wonder what that day looked like. On <laughs> 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 or how do you audition yeah. for that? Can you lay down? This guy's going to drag you. Uh, yeah. So you have orders, you say, coming in. Are you producing yet? No, no, we haven't. Uh, like I say, we don't. I I can't sew very good, so I can't make them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're we're trying to get. Uh, trying to get some licensing with a company that's big enough and able to do some production of them and, and like I say, get them out in the out in the world. Awesome. Well, best of luck uh, to you and your brother Chris and to Dragon Hooks. Cute Perfect. name too. And uh, yeah, keep us updated on what happens, okay, Mike? Will do. And if there's anybody out there listening that wants any information, you can go to Jim at the number two innovative.net and uh, get any information you want. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Perfect. Thank you for the chance. Yeah, you bet. Thanks, Mike. You know, talking about that uh, fabulous uh, product, what's it called again? The Dragon Hook. Dragon Hook. I know a number of you saying that firefighters have something similar to that Mm -hmm. already. Um, Probably didn't patent it, though. But I'm reminded of a story, and I could have the details of the story completely wrong, so don't hold me to it. But if I'm not mistaken, it was when the first Star Wars movie came out. Okay. And they had those, uh, you know, whatever, I'm not a Star Wars guy, but you know the uh, weapons that they use. The lightsabers. The lightsabers, thank you. And so a guy... Um, put together a lightsaber at home. like and, he, and I can't remember how he did it. I think he used a plastic tube that uh, lights ship in and a flashlight, mm-hmm. and he sort of taped them together, and then uh, maybe he spray-painted them red or blue or whatever, mm-hmm. and he took them to a store and showed them and just said, hey, it's a lightsaber. And the store said, you know, our buyer might be interested in that. It's a major store. And so the, this major chain of uh, retailers set up a meeting and he eventually you know it's a prototype mm-hmm. all you know and and he had the plans for how he would you know make it a little more realistic that kind of thing and he had the licensing taken care of or in the works and the store ordered huge ordered huge so they bought all this the raw materials to make it um but before they could get through to the end of production 
um, they started running into problems. And as a result, the retailer said, well, we're going to miss the Christmas rush that we're buying these for, so we're canceling the order. And the guys went bankrupt. And they ended up selling the license that they had to somebody else who now makes mm. the lightsabers. It's one of those things where I'm always happy for people, you know, when they've got a great idea, but you just want to make sure you, you know, you take that Today's idea methodically. Great idea. Exactly. And maybe, and that's why I like shows like Dragon's Den and the biggest thing about those shows is not the money that they put in. It's the expertise that they bring and the connections that they yeah. have. You know, both uh, Dragon's Den and uh, what's the other one? Shark Tank. Well, you know, you look at um, Rachel Milkey, who we had on this show with Hilberg and Burke. Yeah. She was on that show. And Brett Wilson yes. is the one that um, that uh, got on board with her company. That's right. And whether whatever you think of Brett and, you know, whatever. I mean, the the guidance and whatnot. And look at where Rachel's company now. Look at where Hilberg and Burke is now. Absolutely. Well, how about the jean lady out in, uh, where is that? Manjaluka. Yeah. Manjaluka. But she didn't get any support from them. She was on the show. No one bought into That's it. That's all she needed. I, I, absolutely, yeah. She's you get on the great. show. Oh, she's a pistol. She is a pistol. We yeah. had her in studio one time. It's like Lots a bra for your bum. I know. <laughs> she's always, uh, she at the time, it's sort of fallen off because it's been years now, but she was like, you know, you send your wife out. You send your yeah. wife out. I wasn't going to be free jeans or anything, but you, yeah. you will love these jeans. Yeah. Your wife will love these jeans. We haven't done it. Monaco jeans. Mon, mon, Monjaluka. Monjaluka mon, jeans. Mon, there you go. Something jeans. like it's that. It's in St. Albert. I always like the people who go on those Shark Tank or uh, Dragon's Den shows. Monjaluka. Monjaluka. And come up with a deal with like three dragons or three sharks. And it's always, I always laugh because it's, that is not about the money at all. Many of them have a forward order book that most companies would love to have. It's about bringing three pieces mm -hmm. of expertise, three people on board with you. Uh, but, it, and then, it, it, you know, the constant um, getting feedback from customers, I know that Hilberg and Burke, I just spent, you know, 50 minutes filling out a huge survey, different things. Mm -hmm. And then you're sitting there going, oh, are you thinking about that? Because it was some of the questions. And I love that. I, I love, you know, when they're sitting there kind of sure. asking a little bit. You think, oh, oh would I buy something like that? No, but <laughs> I would do this one. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the exposure alone. Eh? It's, it's so funny. There was uh, somebody who was on one of those shows. And I'm not even sure which one. I think it was the American one, which is what? Shark Tank, right? Yeah. That's the American one. And what it was was um, a safe, but it's a plastic safe um, that attaches to any standard deck chair, lawn chair, that kind of thing. And it's for when you go down to the pool at an all-inclusive, you know, a resort something yeah. or on a cruise ship. And you can, you know, put your wallet, put your phone, put your keys, whatever it is you have. And then it, it latches to this deck chair. So if somebody wants to steal that stuff, they have to steal the deck chair, which would be pretty obvious. A guy walking away with the deck chair, right? And I want. I thought, oh my God, that's the greatest invention ever. And they didn't give them any money. Mm. They were like, eh, they had problems with their valuation, that whatever. But I went ahead and ordered. Like I went online, ordered, and got an email back almost immediately. And this would have been the day after it aired. I'd never heard of them prior to this. And they said, okay, we are actually back ordered for six <laughs> months. Like they didn't even get the the money, but they were back ordered, yeah. and it did arrive eventually. And I used it on one trip and went. Neh. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't as handy as I thought it was going to be. I and you know it worked, but it was like now you're carrying around this big plastic safe. Yeah, I don't know. I just it was it found I after 
thinking about it, it was easier just to leave the stuff in the room. Who's the weirdo <laughs> exactly. carrying around his safe? Well, plus you go to move your deck chair, and you're, you, now yeah. you're the guy carrying the deck chair with the mm, safe attached to it. Yeah, well. I you, think it was called Aqua Safe. You and the deck chairs. Well, you know I take those deck chairs pretty darn seriously. Hmm. Hey, uh, let me ask you this. Speaking of trust, because I think that's what we have to, you have to trust the person around you when you leave your stuff to go in the ocean or in the pool, right? Mm-hmm. How many people in your life do you trust? Completely? Mm-hmm. Uh, less than five? That would be 100% correct. A new survey asked how many people you absolutely trust, and the average answer... Four people. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are most likely to trust their spouse, mm-hmm. their mother, their father, and how many? Uh, what percentage thinks? Uh, do you think answered that they trust completely their boss? Three <laughs> percent. And the abs- the top signs we absolutely trust someone are: we'll give them a key to our house. Yeah. Uh, we'll ask them to watch our pets while we're on mm-hmm. vacation. And we'll tell them the passcode to unlock our phone. Ooh, that's a bit that's of a, that a, last one was a bit one, of a deal eh? breaker. That's a big one. Um, you know, I know some people who have the the code to get into the house. Yeah, I'm not among them. No, but these are you know the there's cleaning, no reason the cleaning for me lady. To have it. Yeah, for sure. You know, my neighbor in case there's an emergency if we're away. Yeah. And it's and it's the same thing. It's reciprocal. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, same thing. But yeah. Huh. It's not a long list when you start thinking. If, if that's the criteria, you know, like I'd be prepared to give them the passcode to my phone, the key to my house, right? Or, or allow them to look after my pets or children. The, the list gets pretty short pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think when you first start saying, you think, oh, yeah, all your best friends, all your friends, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, that sort of stuff. But like ultimately, like, mm. I I think my wife, my children, so that's... Five, although one of them's a little sketchy, so we could be at four. <laughs> I mean, and trust is like, do you trust them? Would they rip you off? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. Do I trust them to remember to feed the cat? You know what I mean? Like when you start looking at that, you go, uh, do I want my daughter going through my phone? Maybe not. I have no reason to explain myself. <laughs> <laughs> you started it. Uh, I know. I just looked at you. I have no problem with my wife going through my phone, just so we're clear. Well, yeah. Okay, Captain Obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even thought to go through hers. God only knows what's on there. Uh, someone said, I don't trust anybody with my snacks. <laughs> there's, a, there's a good place to draw the line. Kids, pets, yes. Snacks, no. Hmm. What the heck is going on QE2 North coming into Edmonton? We'll find out shortly with uh, chopper traffic. But if you find out, let us know at 6.30, 6.30. Yeah, and how about that guy? We we have this in the list and we haven't talked about it yet. We were talking about the guy that changed his gender to get cheaper insurance rates. Is that true? I hadn't seen that story. Yeah. Cheaper, what kind of insurance? Car, Car insurance? insurance. Changed it from what to what? Well, if it's a guy, he changed went from it to female. male to female. He wanted a brand new car, and so this Hang is on. from women are getting better insurance rates <laughs> for driving. Yeah, what the? a man in his early twenties knew that his insurance costs would be high. He uh, changed his gender 
on, uh, yeah, uh, he, this guy lives in Alberta, identifies as a male, but his government-issued identification is now female. Uh, his insurance company gave him a quote, uh, about $4,500 a year if he bought the Chevy Cruze. Um, he had a collision and a ticket or two on his record, which helped boost the premium, he said. So he asked his insurer what his cost would be if he was a woman. He said his annual bill would sink to about $3,400, about $1,100 difference. So he... Um, Ask them to change my gender pol- uh, uh, gender on my auto policy. She said, we can't do that. So he had to change his gender on his birth certificate and driver's license before he could have it reflected on the insurance policy. Needed a doctor's note. He said it was pretty simple. I basically just asked for it and told them I identify as a woman or I'd like to identify as a woman, and he wrote me the letter I wanted. Uh under the rules at place at the time, Albertans needed to produce a doctor's note to switch the gender marker on the documents in June. What the? Uh, yeah. Oh, so now, yeah, then you don't need the gender notes anymore. Requirement for adults allowing you to declare on your market male, female, or X for those who don't uh, fit into a male or female binary. So all the paperwork went off to the government. A few weeks later, he received a new birth certificate indicating that he was a woman on paper. Do you know that's crazy, right? It's all to save $91 a month. Yeah, how about, That's not how about, the crazy part. How about the you crazy drive safer, you ding-dong? No, that's not even the crazy part for me. The crazy part is we've so swung in this direction now that that's even possible. Because he's not a woman. Oh, he's not a woman, and he doesn't identify as a woman. Right. But he's nobody's going to challenge him on it he's because, not, heaven yeah. forbid... Well, he's just... he's. I think he's making a, a mockery out of it. He so. is making yeah. a mockery of it, yeah. in my opinion, for good reason. Uh, by the way, uh, people are saying that there's an accident on Highway... Or on the QE2 uh, northbound. Is that what it is? It's in the fast lane, so I assume that's the left lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, left lane block, uh, Jeep, center on car on each side uh, in ditch. Mm. Yeah, so... It, there's an accident. Stay, there's an accident. Stay, stay right. middle or right. Yeah. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.